Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast coming at you on a Tuesday, brand new week. And guess what? We got a lot to talk about today. NFL is back. The NBA playoffs are not disappointing. And there was Major League Baseball history on Sunday. It was a great day for sports on Sunday. History. But history. But first, let's introduce the host of the show, Dan Fish, here alongside Chip Daly over there. How are you doing? How was your weekend, Chip? Well, it was full of football on that Sunday day. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. For some reason, it didn't feel real to me to be watching football. I think, I think you know, like, I thought the players, some of the players maybe were a little flat or some of the teams were a little bit sloppy because there wasn't a preseason. Yes. I also kind of felt like I was in a slump from not having a preseason as yes, well. Yes, like, I, wasn't I agree. Ready for it. I feel like I was just kind of sitting there and wasn't processing what was actually happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like you weren't mentally in ready. You weren't, like, exp- or ready to uh, – I don't know what the word is. I'm blanking, but you weren't like yes. feeling the mojo, you know, uh-huh. you just disbelief, I guess. You Maybe weren't. we don't even need sports. Got so used <laughs> to it, don't need it. <laughs> no, it was a good day. Good day for sports on Sunday. Um, why I don't with that. Why don't we uh, talk MLB first? How about we do that? Oh, baseball. Baseball. Speaking of baseball, since we're bringing it up, uh, we got our uh, baseball insider coming, I think on Friday's episode, she'll be here. Nice. I think. When the playoffs start for MLB? How close are we to that? About two weeks away. Oh, boy. Wow, two weeks away from baseball. Speaking of the playoffs, the uh, Players Association and the League cannot agree if they're going to do a bubble format like uh, NBA has done or if they're going to keep the teams in their home stadiums. So I've heard lots of players are upset about that because they can't decide. And uh, within yeah, two that, weeks, they need to That's kind know. of a... It's kind of a big deal. Like, we need to make the decision now. Yep. <laughs> or it should have been done before you even got this far. Right. They, yes, they are uh, still not, not as progressive job. as the NBA. <clears throat> yes, that is true. Um, it was a, g- a game a week ago already <laughs> that we somehow missed, but the Braves meet the, beat the Marlins 29-9. to Ooh. I don't know how we missed that, but that was a week ago, Tuesday. Just wanted to mention that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think sure. – Every Braves player had at least one hit, and like they had ten different. Eight of them had two. Yeah, something like that, and they had ten players bat, and they all had a hit. So that was pretty wild. Yep. And then uh, maybe this is the history you're talking about, Alec Mills for the Brewers. No, not yes. for the Brewers, for the Cubs. I mean. <laughs> yes, sir. It is. He pressed the most. History. Second no hitter of the year. I'm told in the MLB. Yes. Um, did do you want to have a little bit of backstory on this Alec Mills who pitches for the Cubs? Let's hear it. Okay. Did you know that Alec Mills was a University of Tennessee Martin walk-on in college? I did not. He's 28 years old, originally drafted by the Royals, and he threw a no-hitter on Sunday. He was a walk-on originally. Wow. <laughs> and he led the college, I believe, to their first ever like postseason win ever. In program wow. history or conference tournament win or something like that. Impressive. So he was a uh, he was a zero. Now he's a hero. <laughs> yes, zero to hero. Alec Mills, congratulations. It was against also, the Brewers. The sec- Brewers, yeah. <laughs> who uh, almost were no hit by the Twins when Kenta Maeda was pitching and gave up a hit in the ninth yeah, inning. So they they have been trying for it all year. They finally they, got it. Done. They have been trying. Maybe they'll try it again. We'll see. Back to back. Well, I was going to say back-to-back games, but no, that's not happening. Uh, yeah, one other baseball nope. history thing: Albert Pujols hit another home run, first time in like a month, but now he's solely in fifth place for the home run 
leader all time list thing with that was a long time ago that you asked me that question on one of those games yeah about him passing Willie Mays Uh, that was a long time ago when I answered that question he was tied Tied, yes yeah so now he finally I had to like guess how many he had yeah yeah so it took a while. It took over a month for him to hit another home run. Apparently, I think I read this said he received a text from Millie Ways that said like "Go get it" or something. And then the next game, Millie Ways. Yes, Willie, Millie, Millie Ways. <laughs> <laughs> Millie. That's what you said. Good. I'm off. I told you I'm not prepared for sports. But yes. Uh, so he is Albert Pujols. Is now in sole possession of fifth place. And next up on the list is A Rod, I believe. Uh, yes, I think so. But with yes, the rate yes, it is. Pools, I know hitting it is. home runs, he's not going to get there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> play 100 more years. Okay. Um, let's, let's hear some NBA before let's I. Let's get to that NBA. That NBA stuff is going on. Yes, yes. Okay. So uh, we mentioned last week that the Celtics were going game seven with Toronto. A great game seven it was. The Celtics ended up winning. Uh, my Celtics ended up winning game seven. They will face Miami Heat tonight in the Eastern Conference Finals game one. And then somehow the Nuggets pull off two comebacks in games five and six respectively. I believe they're down like 21 or 23 in game four or game five and came back to win. And then they were down 19 in game six and came back to win. And now they've tied the series up 3-3 going to game seven with the Clippers. And if you remember right, when they played the Jazz last round, they were down 3-1, came back and won the series. So is there a potential upset that could shake the world? Uh, Everybody's expecting an L.A.-L.A. matchup in the Western Conference Finals. So, uh, yeah, that game seven is tonight. and they will play the Lakers, who I mentioned uh, already. Tonight as in Monday. So as in last Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Oh. Sure. Tonight. Oh. Why is the NBA scoreboard giving me different days? I'll just shut up. I'm not. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Tuesday. They play Tuesday night. Um, and the Lakers advanced, obviously, uh, in a 4-1 to one series win against the Rockets. After dropping game one, they went on to sweep them. So, uh, Yes. One more team to punch their way to a conference finals. And the NBA is getting down there. Yep. Okay. Ready for the sound chip? Yes. It's time for Dan's favorite athlete on earth today. Okay. We had a big boo-boo last week. We forgot to mention that when our show aired on Friday because we recorded it beforehand that it was 9-11. Um, so we wanted to just kind of give our salute and our remembrances of 19 years ago, um, the terrorist attack on the World Trade Center. One of the people that were affected by that would be my favorite athlete today, and that is Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat basketball player. He, I believe, if I'm right, in 1996, lost his father at a young age, at the age of six, and his dad actually, when he passed away, at when Myers was six years old, was on 9-11. Or in 1996? 1996, yes. Okay. But not, okay. I see. Yes. And his older brother, who I believe is like three, four years older than him, um, has kind of been his father figure his whole life and somebody to look up to. When the 9-11 attack happened, his older brother ended up being 
going into the Marines to protect his country. And um, it's obviously, 9 11 is obviously a big, uh, influential day in his life, emotional day in his life every year. And on, on 9 11, on Friday, uh, TNT had him on after the games to an interview, and they surprised him by having his brother on video call. Um, so he got to see his brother um, live on TV on video call um, while he was doing an interview, and they got to kind of ex- explain their story. And uh, it was a really cool moment that TNT put together after the games were over on Friday. That's nice. So my favorite athlete, um, just trying to mention 9-11 since we kind of missed it last week recording before it, um, Myers Leonard, Miami Heat. Yes. All right, should we go get to segment two and talk about what everybody wants to hear about today? That's football. Football. Yep. Let's do it. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip Podcast. Show not on a specific city today, but uh, HKS Architects, they were the design crew for SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, the new home for the Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles Chargers. I think we can all agree if you watched any football this weekend and saw that stadium, it is beautiful. It is quite yeah, a um, stadium. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, holy cow, but <laughs> it's worth over $3, million, $3 billion more than any other stadium. Yes, it was $5 billion. <laughs> it's worth more than the Dallas Cowboys franchise. Yes. <laughs> One stadium. That was uh, Dan Fish over there. I'm Chip Daly. What yeah, heck? what a sight. That was awesome. I, that scoreboard, yeah, oh my. Yeah, that scoreboard is super cool and how like it's basically open everywhere, all the windows. Apparently, you can get a sunburn if you're in there, even though there's a roof on it. Yeah. So that's cool. Very transparent. Yes, and it's palm trees, basically. It's, yeah, it's cool to get a sunburn, isn't it? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's real cool. I went to an indoor stadium and got sunburned. Yep, forgot the sunscreen. Uh-huh. All right, well, uh, let's uh, move on. Speaking of NFL, to more NFL stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Should we what? update the Mastiffs? The Survivor picks are finalized. Oh, yes. And guess who's up 2-1 after week one? That would be your boy, Dan Fish, over here. Uh-huh. I I used my double up pick, remember? Yep. And I picked the Ravens who had the largest margin of victory in week one through Sunday. And you picked the Bills who also won against the uh-huh. Jets. So congratulations. Yes. Good good thing I didn't pick the Eagles like I was kinda of thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow yeah. the Washington football team won. They sure okay. did. And so did Jacksonville. I think uh, okay. I think we'll talk about this in a little bit, but first there were some uh, extensions on running backs right before the, the official season started. Devin Cook, five on years. Saturday, yeah. Yeah, Devin Cook, five-year extension. And Elvin Kamara, five-year extension. However, Devin Cook is worth $63 million with, I think it was $28 million guaranteed. And Kamara is $75 million with $34 million guaranteed. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Kamara's deal is more guaranteed money for a running back than anyone else, including Christian McCaffrey, which – I, uh, as we they're have going said, for broke, they're going for broke this year. Yes. The Saints are, I mean, they know it's Drew Brees' last year, so they couldn't yeah. afford him to be sitting out. Like, that's the thing, they're willing to put whatever dollar amount on the line this year because they know they're probably gonna like not have another chance like this for how many years, yeah. But as we have said in other shows, I don't, we don't really like paying running backs that much because there's so many that you can find that are maybe not. At the level of those guys, but good enough to 
good enough to get you to the Super Bowl. Yes. Or win a Super Bowl even. Um, but like I said, I think from the Vikings standpoint, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But yeah, I don't think Dalvin Cook was necessarily trying to screw them by his deal either. Like he wasn't no. asking an outrageous number. He just wanted more than like the million dollars he was. Yeah, to. he wanted to get more than the one point five million he was going to get paid this year. Yeah, <laughs> to be a top five running back in the league. Uh-huh. But um, with Kamara though, um, he might not have been worth what they paid him. But like I said, the Saints are going for broke this year because if Drew Brees retires, there's no way they'll compete for a Super Bowl next year. Yep. But they, well, no, they got they got my guy Taysom Hill. Don't worry, they'll be competing for many more years. Speaking of which, the first play of the game yesterday, he got a 13 yard reception. So take why, that, Chip. I oh, am, yeah, but why would they list him as a number two quarterback and then throw him out on these routes? That's what I don't get. Like they could use any player in that position. He's not that much like more well, skillful than someone else. You know else. what? They're they're they are dressing Jameis Winston for a reason. Yeah, because he's <laughs> true number two. Because if Drew Brees goes down, it's not going to be Taysom Hill. Stuff. Yeah, not a chance. Uh, I want to go back to the running backs real quick. I saw on Twitter by this guy named Alex Sice. Uh, he's not anyone like he's not like an insider or anything, but it was very intriguing. I thought you said running backs on Super Bowl winning teams and their cap hits over the last five seasons. Last year, Kansas City, Damian Williams, one point seven million. Year before that, New England, James White, two point five million. Year before that, Legarrette Blunt with Philadelphia, one point two five million. And the year before that was New England with Legarrette Blunt, who switched teams. He was only one million. And then five years ago, it was Denver with C.J. Anderson at five hundred eighty-five thousand. So the last five Super Bowl winning teams all had running backs that cost less two and a half million dollars or less. So yeah, <clears throat> there you go. Don't pay your running back. Yeah, it is the way to do it. It, it is kind of just like find a free agent, or sign to a minimum keep contract. Getting rookies every five years, like hold them until the rookie deals are done. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it it makes sense. I mean, they are they are the least one of the least durable positions in the league. Yeah, running back. And like, if you look at the like. You always see the 2017 running back class because there's like 10 of them that are all really good. I think that's like just becoming the norm. You're going to find running backs all over the draft every year now. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. there's highlighting that one because they've all played three or four years, which is usually when players start to peak. So I'd not be surprised if like the 2018-2019 in a couple years is highlighted like this. All right, moving on to – uh, some games, I guess. Games on Sunday. Yes. Was there? Uh... Well, actually, let's start where the let's start where the games actually started. That would be the Kansas City Chiefs taking uh-huh. care of business against the Houston Texans. My boy, rookie Talaire, went off that night. Um, and I gotta say, I sent a text message to you uh, partway through the game. I believe like early fourth quarter, and the score was thirty-one to seven. And I said, over the last six or so quarters since the Chiefs were down 24 nothing in the playoff game last year to the Texans. In over a span of basically six quarters, they outscored them, what did the I say, 80, 82 to 7? <laughs> no, 82 like to 14. 82 to 14. <laughs> over like a span of six quarters. Oh, yep. my goodness. It's a lot of so, points to uh, very little points. <laughs> that would be the Chiefs over the Texans. Uh I should have picked that game, but I got the Chiefs in my back pocket for later. Um, so they they were off to a great start. And then I'm going to let you take it on from there for Sunday's slate of games. 
Oh, okay. Well, I was, uh, I don't know if there's really anyone to highlight specifically right now, but uh, I was going to say, was there any teams that you were most impressed by or most disappointed by? Well, you sent the text message to me on Sunday night, and we talked about uh, the NFC West looked really, really, really good. Yes. Um, the Seahawks won big against uh, the Falcons. The Rams obviously beat the Cowboys on Sunday night football. And Arizona actually went to um, San Francisco and beat the 49ers. And yeah. Kyler Murray looks like the next Lamar Jackson. Yes. Like, he ran so much. He had over 100 rushing yards at one point, but he kneeled the ball twice at the end of the game, so he actually finished with less than 100. But um, he, when he, I mean, all the rushes he had, he doesn't get hit. Like, he always slides. He always yeah. gets out of bounds. Or smart. smart runner. He's a smart runner, just like Lamar. So I think he's going to be able to be durable. I think he might be a better passer than Lamar, even. <laughs> he's smaller. He's smaller. So obviously that's a negative, but – or is a positive for running, more elusive. Well, maybe. Um, but, I mean, he, he could really turn out to be big time if he keeps this up. Yep. Yeah. And so, the NFC West looked really solid, though. Uh, I agree. I think it's the best division right now, easily. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at, like, who the last place team is going to be, whether it's, like, maybe the Rams or the Cardinals, they're going to have seven, eight wins <laughs> as yeah. a fourth place team in the division. That's really, really good. Uh-huh. Uh, was there any uh, team you were disappointed by? Or any well, other? Wait, the Ravens obviously had the biggest win of the week. I mentioned that. Um, that was my pick. Uh, they look like they could win a lot of games this year, and I think I had them at 14 uh, coming in the season. Yeah, the Ravens and uh, the Chiefs in. both looked unbeatable in their games. Yeah, I think that's your AFC championship favorite. Uh, right I think, now. yeah, it should be, unless something bad happens. And they might be the best two teams in the league, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, disappointments, though. Uh, the Colts and Eagles really disappointed me. <laughs> Losing to the Jaguars, the Colts did. Gardner Minshew looked solid. I hope people actually use their first-round draft picks. <laughs> yeah, right. Get that free blood beer, light. They would, they, they would have had a good fantasy day. <laughs> yeah, he was like 19 uh, 20 with, uh, passing. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I kind of yeah, three touchdowns. I kind of texted you, but I think uh, the Colts are a bit overrated with Philip Rivers. I know he's a good quarterback, but well, I think they're going to take some careful. time. I I know, but I think they're going to take some time to get good. Uh, just like the Bucks, I didn't think the Bucks they look sloppy, but I I, yeah. I never expected them to look sharp. You know, I never expected them to beat the Saints. Like I almost picked the Saints, but I was like, man, that'd be nuts to pick against the Bucks when I can go pick the Ravens against the Browns. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was considering picking the Saints because I thought the Saints were going to be much more polished coming into that game. It's true, and they, they were. I mean, Tom Brady's forty-three years old. He has a whole new cast of characters around him, whole bunch of young guys, brand new coach that he's never played for. Defense is all right, not terrific, and his O line is not very good. How do you think they're going to beat <laughs> the Saints the first <laughs> game of the year with no preseason? Now, come October, I think they're going to look a lot better. Come November whenever they play the Saints next, I think it's going to be a completely different game. I think they're going to just continue to improve this whole year, um, but I never expect them to look sharp in September. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They play the Panthers next week. I think they're going to bounce back. They'll play well next week. Much better than this week, I'm sure. The Panthers actually weren't too bad. Well, their defense was pretty bad. but <laughs> Yeah, they <laughs> lost the Raiders. too bad. They lost to the Raiders, and my disappointment with that is their fourth and one decision to run it with a fullback yeah. on the last – 
uh, drive of the game when they're going down to maybe win the game. They, they give it to the fullback when you have your best player, Christian McCaffrey, right there. It's yeah. like either sneak it on fourth and inches with Teddy Bridgewater or try to get your guy out in space. Yeah. I mean, where do, you, where do you think the defense thinks you're going? Like I would have been cool with like a fake fullback dive and then pitch it to McCaffrey. Get him yeah. out on the edge. Get him one-on-one, and he's, he's going to slip that guy. No problem. So I was just dis- I was disappointed f- with that play call. They probably figured most of the time a fullback will get at least one yard on a carry, but I guess in that situation, they're going to be – the defense is all over the middle. So uh, yeah. they, They're not going to let you – they're going to make you make a play on the outside. Yes. I mean, that's what it comes down to. We're not going to give you the easy yard right up the middle because we're spread out. No, they're going to pinch everybody in and say – Try to get to the outside. We'll go one on one, and if we make a tackle, game over. You know. Yeah. And they didn't even challenge him to go one on one. And you got Christian McCaffrey, who's probably one of the best, if not the best, one on one elusive guy in the league. Like, if you pitch the ball out to him and he's got a cornerback that he's got to slip, he's gonna slip him. <laughs> you know. Yep. Uh, so that was my opinion. Very disappointed okay. in the uh, Lions as well. They, uh, <laughs> they had that game. Slipped. Oh, man, they let that one but slip. But Mitch Trubisk, fourth quarter, ice in his veins. Three touchdowns. Also, I really like the guy DeAndre Swift, running back out of Georgia, rookie. I thought he's. I think he's going to be a big help for the Lions, but drops a wide-open yep. pass in the end zone to win the game at the end. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so disappointing. I saw that live, and I just – oh, I watched I, that too. Cringe. Speaking of disappointing finishes, it was so hard to watch. Did you see so the, hard to watch. <laughs> did you see the end of the Bengals and Chargers? Oh yeah, yeah, that was bad too. Joe Burrow charged up. First of all, Chargers. I feel like every season they always just play to their opponent's level. Like they have the potential to be so good, but they always just play to the level of their opponent. Like they'll hang. It's got to the, be within three points all the time. Yeah, they like hang with the Chiefs when they play the Chiefs, and then they play the Bengals with a rookie. And hang with them. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. <laughs> They've been doing that for years. It's annoying. But anyway, so Chargers are up 16-13. Joe Burrow's final drive of the game. It's like a minute and a half left. He brings them all the way down the field. And uh, completes a touchdown pass to A.J. Green, but they call offensive pass interference on A.J. Green. So they have to redo. So they're like, okay, let's just go for the tie then. We'll kick a 31-yard field goal <laughs> with uh, Randy Bullock who has been pretty good, but he pushes it wide right and apparently pulled his hamstring while he was... Kicking. I was going to say, didn't his leg, like, nuclear explosion on his left leg or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so insult to injury there. He missed it and uh, might be out for the season. And the Bengals lost. <laughs> oh, gosh. You go from winning uh, the game last minute to, okay, we'll tie and go to overtime to, oh, we lost, and our kicker's probably gone. <laughs> and we're going to go home on this long flight back to Cincinnati that nobody wants to be on. Yep. So, <laughs> um, wait, wasn't it yeah. in Cincinnati? Oh yeah, it was. It had to have been because yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry. And the Rams are going to fly back to Los Angeles and be very, or not the Rams, Chargers are going to fly back to Los Angeles yes. and be very happy. Um, but anyway, I was going to say there were a lot of like really bad injuries week one. Um, I think that has a credit to do with. Um, no preseason. I also think that a lot of the sloppy play was because of no preseason. Yep. Teams like the Cowboys, I think, could round into form um, with new coaches like the Bucks as well. Uh-huh. Cleveland, obviously, I didn't think they were going to look good with a new coach. That's why I picked the Ravens against them. Um, so teams with new coaches, um, no preseason, new quarterbacks, potentially like the Colts, I think they all will look better next week. 
and I think they will all look better in October. But um, like I said, a lot of injuries week one. Um, that injury for that linebacker for the Chargers was nasty. Broke his ankle, and I'm pretty sure that leg was flopping around pretty good. It's, uh, Marlon Mack for the Colts, their starting running back, tore his Achilles. Yep. Tore his, his Achilles. And I think they're – I think uh, – uh, was it Jarwin for the Cowboys? I think he might have torn ACL. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, he was like going for just like a cut, and his knee just gave out on him. Yeah, the Marlon Mack one for the Colts too was non-contact. Yeah, those so, are sometimes the worst. You know, you can you can you can try to prepare for an NFL game as much as you possibly can, but nothing really can simulate it like being out there like cutting at that full speed with yes. that intensity. I mean, like you can try. Be that intense with nobody around you, but like when you got huge two hundred and fifty pound guys flying out around trying to take your head off, like you're you're at a much more level of intensity and movement and quick mu- muscle tit twitch, fast twitch muscles. Muscle and tits? Sometimes they give out and twitch. <laughs> oh, let's just go to game time. No, I I need to do some things. Do them quick. I have my uh, waiver. I said we said we were going to do this. My fantasy football waiver things. First of all, disappointments. Yes, the Eagles. I told you they are very streaky. Like this does not surprise me. They lost Washington football team. Speaking of Washington football team, uh, their new head coach Ron Rivera, who announced had cancer like a month ago, actually got a planned IV at halftime in order for him to keep coaching the second half. Apparently, if he didn't get the IV, he would be like, I don't know, didn't have his treatments or something. I'm not sure exactly. But he's uh, apparently doing that at half times now, so he can keep coaching. That's and, nice. Yeah, it is. Requires some strength for sure. And then <laughs> I'm just kind of talking about the Vikings real quick. I know, <laughs> I know uh, we had, especially you, had been saying how bad their defense was going to be with all these rookies, but they were atrocious against the Packers. They could not. Thank you. They, uh, yeah, besides Eric Kendricks who made some nice tackles. The uh, the cornerbacks were, like, basically just standing. They don't have a cornerback that's older than 23 years old. I know. They're too young. And uh, Devontae And no preseason. And yep. no OTAs and stuff like that to get them ready. I told somebody this morning, actually, they were like, oh, I was so disappointed in the Vikings. And I was like, dude, I, I don't have them winning more than six games. And they're like, what? And I'm like, it's not that surprising. Like what you, they're like, well, why, why tell us why I'm like, listen to the fish and chip podcast. That's yeah. why, but and I've first, told you all this, their first six or seven games now are all against quarterbacks that just swing it. And, uh, yeah, especially the Falcons in like four or five weeks, which will lead to my waiver pickups real quick. Okay. So fantasy football waiver pickups. Um, these are just, uh, I went through players that are not owned in many leagues. This is just on ESPN because I didn't put that much time forward. All right. Neheim Himes for the Colts. He is basically the pass catching running back, but with Marlon Mack out, uh, probably for the season, obviously. Neheim Himes is only owned in 34% of the leagues. Go get him. He's a good pass catcher. Had two touchdowns yesterday. I'm a little hesitant with that with Jonathan Taylor there, but he's yet to been yeah. given the reins. So. Yeah, I think for the next couple of weeks, Neon Lions is still going to be the lead or will be the lead guy. Yeah, he might not be a long-term solution, but he'll definitely be the third down back, I guess. Yes, and he's a good pass catcher. Yes. Everyone's favorite running back, Adrian Peterson, was dropped a lot last week after he was cut, but uh, he actually, uh, I think, led Detroit in carries and had 93 yards plus three catches. He's only owned in 21% of leagues. So if you're desperate for a running back, he's not a bad option. 
Can I put a sound clip in here? <laughs> sure. Well, pick them up. <laughs> well, pick them up. Yes. Like on Dumb Dumb. Yes. Look, some more hitchhikers. Well, pick them up. <laughs> well, pick them up. Uh, I have a few more names. Uh, this one's obvious if you watch the Sunday night game, but Malcolm Brown, the Los Angeles Rams running back, he led the league, led the team in carries, and had, I think, two touchdowns. But he's only owned 7.9% of the league. And uh, well, pick him up. They had that rookie Cam Akers, but Malcolm Brown looked good. Uh, let's go to some. I have three receivers Falcons, Russell Gage. He's the third string guy, but uh, the Falcons are known to get behind the game, so they throw it a lot. And he uh, was third on the team, but he had over 100 yards and like eight catches still. And he's only owned a three point eight percent of the leagues. So if you need a wide receiver, he's not a bad option. Pick him up! <laughs> and then two more. Uh, this is probably just because they played the Vikings and their defense was terrible. But uh, the Packers, they basically have had one number Bontes. one receiver. Yes. What is it? Alan <laughs> Lazard, who's only owned 25% of the league, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who's only owned 1.9% of the leagues. Are probably both. The text message from Chip on Sunday said, <laughs> <laughs> said what again? <laughs> Boy, if this Valdez Scantling keeps dropping passes, he's not going to be around long for the Packers. And then, like one play later, he goes forty yards and almost scores. Uh, <laughs> yep. So now he's on my pickup list because <laughs> the well, Packers pick him up. The Packers will need a number two guy. I think it's going to be Alan Lazard, but Valdez Scantling has some problems. Be, I think it's going to be that kid. He's so fast. Like he's going to be their deep threat. Marquez? Valdez Scantling. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. he's going to be the deep guy. So those are my waiver pickups right now for fantasy football. Uh, that's uh, that's a long second segment. Lots of football. It's probably gonna be our every Tuesday episode thing now. Get used to it. Yep, get used to it. Suffer through Fish it. Fish and chip pod on Twitter at Fish and chip pod, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Machine. Soon to be more. Uh, follow us. Hit us up. Do it. Run that ad. Chip. Welcome our new partner to the Fish and Chip Podcast. If you want to know more about Thrive Fantasy, ask Chip. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in respective sports. They have awarded over $1.5 million in prizes since launching in only 2018. Use promo code FISH when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by visiting their website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up using promo code FISH. Hashtag prop up today. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip podcast. It is time for game time. And oh boy, we were having a hoot in the break there. A big old hoot. Pick them up. (laughs) Oh, the things we come up with. I love our show. It's so awesome. It is so, um, I don't know. It's so transformational. Brilliant. Brilliant. Tell us about the game today. Uh, I'm glad that you were mentioning a movie quote because that's actually the game I have. It's <laughs> it's all comedy quotes. I know you love your movies. You love your films. So you'll probably do well. But I picked... Nah, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. These are all comedy movies, though. So you might have heard them. Uh, I decided to do this kind of how we do lyrical language. I'll give you three... Well, that's my, that's my most watched genre of movies. Yeah, so I think you'll do fine. Uh... Lyrical language style, so I'll give you three lines, um, and you get three points. Three, two, one. Yep. However, I don't have them ranked like most difficult and like easiest, whatever. So I'm going to have you just pick A, B, or C, and I'll read that line to you for each question. Let's just go A, B, C the whole way. Okay, fine. 
I wanted to give you some, uh, you know, just some variables. Nope. Just roll with it. All right. So, yeah, if you get on the first one, you get three points. Get on the second one, two points. Get it on the third one, you get one point. Ready? Actually, go, go CBA every time. CBA? Oh, okay. Because I bet you put the hardest one first. I uh, honestly didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, then whatever you want to do, just throw them at me. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll recall on this comedy quotes or something, comedy quotations, I don't know. Number one, line A. Right, we're doing A, I guess. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Oh, I feel like I've heard this. I just, you just either name the movie or name the actor or name the are character. You, are you trying to say it like the person or no? No, not really. I mean, I'm not going to say it super monotone, but I'll say it. Just how we okay. see fit. Uh, line two, please. I love carpet. I love this. Is this the same character? No, this is a different character. Sorry. Oh, okay. But same movie, obviously. I love carpet. I love desk. I love lamp. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I got no clue. Line three. <laughs> it's so hot. He drinks some milk. Milk was a bad choice. I feel like this is Will Ferrell. It is Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's definitely Will Ferrell. Are you a point for that? Yeah, I'll give you a point. Um, is it? Is it? Uh, oh, it's Anchorman, isn't it? It is Anchorman. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, I remember the milk thing now. Yes, it's like outside oh, running yeah. or something. Outside, yeah. milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love carpet. Too, I love desk. I love lamp. Was uh. Steve Carell's character, Brick. Oh, okay. When he's in, like, the office and he's just looking at stuff <laughs> saying, I love, like, whatever. And then Will Ferrell's like, Brick, are you just looking at things and saying you love them? And he's like, I love lamp. All right, <laughs> 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 question two. Let's do All right. <laughs> Number two. I'm just going to go ABC for this one, too. Sure. May George Bush drink the blood of every man, woman, and child in Iraq. It's <laughs> vulgar. Not offensive. Uh, oh, yeah, it's very vivid. Um, and it's comedy. Yep. Oh boy, let's go uh, two. All right, this is uh, two people having a conversation. Person one says, "What's in California?" Person two says, "Pearl Harbor is there." So is Texas. <laughs> I feel like I know that one. I've heard that one before. Oh, man. What is it? Oh. <laughs> is it Dumb and Dumber? No. Okay. Kind of, kind of close, I guess, in a sense that it's... Next one. Final line. My wife. Is that like Borat or something? Yeah, it's Borat. Oh, yeah. Duh. 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 I should have known that from the Iraq thing. Yeah, because he's yeah, from the Middle East visiting America. Yeah. <laughs> One point again. Uh-huh. All right. Number three. Do you want me to just keep going down in order? Or do you want to give me a letter? Just let her ride, bud. All right. Hey. Balls, man. We just ran over a small bus. Balls? Yes. Balls, man. We just ran over a small bus. And he kind of says it with a little lisp. Uh, line two. The safe word will be whiskey. My gosh. Come on, man. You know <laughs> Don't do this to me. 
I can expand on line two if you want. Expand on line two. I don't get why you're saying it weird. Saying hot weird. Well, I know that one from Family Guy. I don't know. What okay, that. but it's also in a movie. <laughs> the safe word will be whiskey. Is it a is it a movie that involves um, Seth MacFarlane? No. Third line. Life short. Stunt it. Hot rod? Yeah. <laughs> it's hot rod. I haven't watched that movie in mm. 12, 13 years. Classic. The whiskey line is when they're like going down the street on a like a street luge thing. And Rod's like, the safe word will be whiskey. Meaning like if he gets in trouble, he'll shout whiskey. Then he starts saying yeah. weird. Yeah. And he starts it's on Netflix. Down. We should watch that again. Yeah. Oh, I own it too. I've seen it so many times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Question four. I'm three out of three so far, right? Three out of nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe give you a bonus point for the Anchorman one since you got the actor and. Uh, oh. So we'll say you're four tonight. All right. Number four. Keep going down. Yep. <clears throat> we got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> line two. <laughs> you okay over there? Nope, I'm falling over. <laughs> Alright, line two. I'm big gulps, huh? Alright. Well, dumb see and you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, pick him up. <laughs> uh, yes, that is dumb and dumber. Funny how you uh, mentioned that earlier. Want to hear line three just for fun? Sure. <laughs> Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that was on like Comedy Central all weekend. That's funny as hell. <laughs> was it? Um, yeah, I think so. So I'm at uh, five. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are at five. No, you're at, you're at six. I, no, I don't want your mercy point. Fine. I don't need your mercy. Fine. Unless I uh, don't know this first one. This is the final thing. <laughs> uh, one, one. I didn't know they gave out rings at the Holocaust. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, isn't like some... <clears throat> some guy's like going to propose and he's got a ring that... Mm -hmm. like, yeah, he's that's like, and this is like my grandmother's wedding the Holocaust. Uh -huh, that's uh -huh. from so many different things. Ugh. I've seen this reference in like multiple different shows though too. So oh. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Fine too. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is, um, this is, uh, it's the hangover. Yes, it is the hangover. <laughs> I think all the, obvious. I think all the quotes I had were from Zach Galifianakis. If you would have given me the dogs one right away, I'd have it. <laughs> well, you could have picked. Hey, guys. Ready to let the dogs out? All right. That was well, pick them up. <laughs> well, pick them up. Wait, you got, you got another one? Nope. Five. That was oh. the final one. Well, I mean, I have another line if you want to hear the line. Sure. Why not? <laughs> it's not a purse. It's a satchel. Indiana <laughs> yes. Jones has one. <laughs> All right. That was it. <laughs> All right, well, I got seven. I'm pretty happy with yes. that, considering I'm not a movie guy. So. Yeah. 
Fish and Chip Podcast. At Fish and Chip Pod on Twitter, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, the Google Machine, soon to be more. Remember, check out our friends Thrive Fantasy. Um, promo code FISH. Go FISH! Can't wait to come back Friday. We got our picks coming in for the next week of the NFL season. Enjoy the uh, NBA getting to conference finals now. Um, and MLB is getting close to playoffs. We have a special guest coming up Friday, potentially. And uh, we'll see you on Friday, end of the week. Bye. Hey. Wait, stay sweet, sir. Oh, yep. Stay <laughs> sweet, America. Stay sweet. Universe. Universe.